And after she, she began a short practice, she came to me and she, she was amazed that she actually had some control over the thoughts that she was having. And she was able to learn to let go of the anxious thoughts and focus on something that she wanted to think about or something that, you know, was felt better for her to focus on. Welcome to Mindful Conversations with Kay. I'm Christy. And I'm Kelly. We are both moms, educators, kidding around yoga teachers, and trainers, and now podcasters. In this podcast, we will talk about using research-based tools and strategies to help increase mindfulness, self-awareness, connection, self-regulation, and peace in your home or classroom. Join us weekly for some fun and insightful conversations where we will take a deep dive into all things kids yoga and mindfulness. Children and adults benefit tremendously by learning to regulate, restore, and find peace on the inside, despite the chaos of the modern day human experience. We are now offering a free virtual mini course where you can learn why and how to share the power of relaxation and meditation with children of all ages. Want to enroll? Head over to our show notes and click the link. Good morning, Kelly. Hello, how are you? Good. Well, it's morning for me. It's afternoon for you. (laughs) (laughs) Nice to see you. And uh, it is nice to be back for another fun conversation. What are we talking about today? Well, we've been talking a lot about mindfulness over these past couple of episodes and different kinds of mindfulness. And so today we're going to dive a little bit into meditation. So maybe first we can like talk about the difference between those two things. I know sometimes those are kind of used interchangeably. Interchangeably. Yeah. Yeah. I hear, I hear that a lot. People using, using those two words and, and, and thinking they mean the same thing. So so let, let's dive into that. What, what is the difference between mindfulness and meditation? Well, just to go back, we, we defined mindfulness in the previous episodes, but mindfulness is really tuning into your present moment, right? Paying attention to your sensations that you're feeling, your emotions, your thoughts, your environment, right? right? Be, really being in the present moment. Without judgment, yes. right? Without wishing it Without were different judgment. somehow. Yes. Without trying to change it or wishing it was different or you know, trying to, to make it any certain way, just noticing. Mm -hmm. And so that's the definition of mindfulness and meditation on the other hand is really where we take the time to have a practice for ourselves in focusing our mind. Now, when we're being mindful, we are focusing our mind. So mindfulness can be a form of meditation, but meditation itself is, is actually setting aside time to have that specific practice to help focus your mind and intentional practice. Yeah. 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 Yeah, That's good. And that can look many different ways. And I think a lot of people have a lot of misconceptions about meditation. Yeah. I I think one of the things I hear a lot uh, is, 
and, and this probably comes more from adults than it does from kids, but, but I hear like, well, I, I can't meditate. You know, I, I, I can't clear my, I just have too many thoughts in my head. I can't meditate. And, and so I think there's this, there's this myth that meditation is about not thinking. It's about completely <laughs> emptying your mind of all thoughts. And yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> no. Right. Oh my gosh. I, I hear that all the time. Like, oh, I can't meditate. I wouldn't, I'm not going to be good at that. No. I, my mind is too busy. Yes. I can't sit still. Right. No. I, I can't, I, I have too much going on all the time. I'm yes. too hyper. These are all right. things that, that people say that. And, and the interesting thing about that <clears throat> is that really meditation is a way to practice sort of getting our minds with all of these thoughts that we have swirling around and we do, we have, I don't think, you know, umpteen gazillion thoughts every single day. Right. But it's, it's, a, it's giving us the chance to just focus our minds on maybe getting down to just a singular thought or, you know, just, just, just one, one thing to, to sort of focus on. Yeah. And what I say all the time when, when people say that is I say the fact that you can notice when you're having all of these extra thoughts or when an, another you you're focusing on something and another thought pops pops up in your mind and you notice it and you can bring your focus back to your focal point or your affirmation or whatever it is that yeah. you're trying to focus on that's it that's the practice that you want to keep you know working on that's the part of the meditation where you're you're teaching your mind how to stay focused and right. I, I always think back to when my daughter first learned meditation, she, you know, she was having a lot of anxiety, which I've spoken about before. And she was having a lot of um, what they call uh, intrusive thoughts, a lot of intrusive, anxious thoughts. And she was said that, you know, when they first said, let's, you should try meditation. And she was like, I can't, I can't stop thinking about these things, right? They're just swirling around in my head. I can't stop thinking about these things. And after she, she began a short practice, she came to me and she's, she was amazed that she actually had some control over the thoughts that she was having. And she was able to learn to let go of the anxious thoughts and focus on something that she wanted to think about or something that, you know, was felt better for her to focus on. That is so powerful. And, and what an incredible way to um, just instill some confidence in, in her and, and just to give her that, that strength and that, that, that confidence that, yeah, I, I can, I can control those yeah. thoughts in my head. Takes yeah. And I think, yeah, it's, it's awesome. And I think, I mean, it's great confidence builder for, for all kids, I think when they can learn this practice, sure. right. Sure. Because you have so many kids that feel that way, that, that yeah. sense of, and adults too, right. How many adults say that all the time? Like I'm, I'm such a, you know, busy all the time. Busy, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. yeah. Let me ask you this. <clears throat> what did she, what did she do? Like, what was her, what did she gravitate to? Because, you know, different, different people are going to resonate with different things and, and certain things are going to work for some and not for others. So I'm just, I'm just curious with her, what, what, what worked best? Yes. She started when she first started practicing um, with guided meditations, she would okay. use an app and uh, she would use guided meditations. And that really, really helped her a mm. lot. That was, you know, what she went to first. She still often chooses to do a guided meditation through, through an app or just even hops on YouTube and, and looks up different um, kinds of meditations. Uh, and that, that really, that really worked for her. You know, she's, she's a very creative kid. 
that way. Like she loves to write and, and she also uses writing a lot as, and you know, that can be kind of like meditative to get all your thoughts out, you know? Um, but she's, she's a very creative mind. And so I think the guided meditations spoke to her that way, cause she could kind of use her imagination and, and visualize. That's, that's interesting. So, you know, you talk about her being a creative mind that one of the things I know from, for me, that's been really powerful over the last couple of years and, and you and I are friends. So, you know, this about me, but I, I enjoy painting. I enjoy specifically rock painting mm. and mandala painting. So creating, and, and I use these dotting tools and I go through and I, and I, and, and it's, 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 it's so calming for me because each time I place a dot, um, in, in a pattern, you know, I'm, I'm reminding myself, I got to take a deep breath and now place the dot, you know? So it really yeah. is, I think for, for some of the creative minds, you know, having something like that, um, that, that creative outlet can become this, this form of meditation. So that's yeah, pretty she cool. used My daughter used coloring a lot too, co- coloring oh, nice. mandalas. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and she used, she still likes that to do that as well. Um, so that's, that's another, a form of meditation as well, but definitely painting those mandalas. It's, and you yeah. do beautiful work. Ah, thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, one of the other things that, uh, that I hear, I think another common myth is that, um, people think like, like, oh, it, it has to be done correctly. Like it has to be done perfectly. Well, I, you know, I, I can't meditate. I can't sit there. I can't, you know, so they, they have in their, in their mind. And I think, you uh-huh. know, cause it, that comes from maybe seeing pictures of, of people sitting cross-legged and with their eyes closed and they're peaceful and they look so Zen and everything else. And they're like, well, I can't, I can't sit like that. I can't. So they think yeah. that it has to be done that certain way and done correctly for it to be effective. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard people even say like, well, I don't have a mat or I don't have a meditation cushion or right. I don't have, I don't have a place to, to go to like, to be alone and be by myself and to, to practice my meditation. People have a vision of what it should look like. Right. And I'm doing air quotes, you know, like what, what's the perfect place to meditate and then wear the perfect, you know, yoga clothes or whatever it might be. (laughs) And they have this, this idea in their mind that it has to be this perfect practice. And really we call it a practice because it doesn't have to be perfect, right? It can, you can do it anywhere, wearing anything, sitting anywhere, standing, you know, wherever, you know, you, wherever you can find yourself, you can, you know, you can meditate in the line at the grocery checkout. You know, totally. when you go to the grocery and it's like the line is a mile long and you're just like, oh, it's going to take me forever to get through here. And, and the checker is just, just being lovely and they're chatting with everybody and you just, you're, you're wanting to just get through there quickly. And, yeah. and that's when you meditate, right? You stop and you focus on your breath or you do peace begins with me in your head or give yourself a mantra or something. Totally. So in line yeah. at the grocery, there you go. You can meditate there. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different options, right? You can do a walking meditation while you're walking your dog or just taking a walk around the neighborhood. Uh, you know, there's even doing the dishes. I'm going to tell you what, doing the dishes. Sometimes I'm, I'm focusing because I really hate the dishes. <laughs> and I got to tell you right now we're we're, we're renovating our kitchen and it is brutal. Oh, so boy. we're like, we're, we're in uh, the midst of it oh. and doing the dishes is always a, a battle. And so a lot of times I'm like focusing on my breathing, focusing on the warm water on my hands and just focusing on taking breaths in and out. And that could be part of my meditation practice. So doing your home chores. 
There you go. There's motivation for getting your chores done. I need to incorporate meditation around folding laundry because I'm terrible. Oh, at folding laundry. My, my <laughs> I pull it out of the dryer, favorite. put it in the basket in there. That's, so now I need to create a meditation, a laundry folding meditation. I love that. That's a, that's a great idea. I'm going to do that. So I think the key to understand here is that you know, like we said a minute ago, I mean, different things work for different people. So this idea that it has to be done a certain way or it has to be done correctly, um, that's just a myth. It really doesn't. I mean, for people that need more movement in their life, like you said, taking a walk, getting, doing a specific walking meditation where you, where you walk very slowly, maybe you're out in your yard and you're walking barefoot in the grass. And so you're taking the time to move very, very slowly and feel the grass under your feet and notice the sounds that you hear and notice the things you smell around you, you know, so a moving meditation or doing a yoga class, going to a yoga asana practice where you're actually moving through yoga poses that can be a, a type of moving meditation. So for somebody who feels like you know, sitting still might be really challenging, um, you know, maybe doing more of a moving meditation. And it's not, yeah. it's not that you can't start a sitting practice, right. And start right. being still and taking that because I think that's important too, to practice mm -hmm. being still practice slowing down because, because that's a challenging thing for some folks, but like we've been saying since the beginning, you know, since in the last few episodes, it doesn't have to be, I sit for 30 minutes and meditate, you know, right. take start something small, start with a minute and see, you know, right. see how that feels to sit still for a minute, you know, and focus. Yeah. Your mind and usually that. when things are hard for us, mm -hmm. that's what we should practice. Right. Oh, so boy. like if you're having a hard time sitting still, like challenge yourself just to take those two minutes, yep. you know, you'd be surprised, you know, how it can start to build and, and grow. If you but have a hard time folding laundry, then you need to go. <laughs> I need to do that, challenging for us is what we need to do. That's Oh, that is so true. Right? <laughs> oh, I love it. You know, here's another myth too, that, that I think comes up often surrounding meditation is that meditation will automatically make your life totally peaceful. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think people, sometimes when they start a practice, that's how they end up feeling like they're not doing it right. Mm. They're not doing it. It's, it's not working. Right. Yes. Because they think like, if they're going to meditate and then just the rest of their day is just going to be sunshine and rainbows. And, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's not really how it works. The meditation, the practice of being able to slow down and calm your mind and calm your body is what helps you to get through the stress and the chaos that comes up in everyday life. That's just what life is, right? Stuff coming at you all the time. And that meditation practice is to help support you through those tough times. Right. And it gives, yeah, it, it, it gives you, it gives your mind, it gives your mind a task, gives you some, something to focus on. And, and yeah, life is going to continue to happen and, and things are going to continue to happen that are not peaceful. And so <laughs> by practicing meditation, we practice how we're going to respond to those things that come up. So, so yeah, it doesn't automatically make like, what did you say? Rainbow and sunshines and rainbows. Rainbow and sunshine. It doesn't make your life automatically rainbows and sunshine, but it can allow us to uh, become better at managing how we respond to, um, to those stressful situations. No question yeah. about it. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then we, we can get to the, the myth of kids not being able to meditate. Ah, right? that's, that's I love this myth. All the time, right? As kids, yoga teachers, Man. parents will say that to me all the time or teachers, oh, there's no way this class is going to be able to, right. to sit quiet and meditate, right? right? 
My kid is not going to sit on that mat. My kid is too busy to meditate. Yeah. And guess what? Your kids probably aren't going to sit there for five or 10 minutes and sit perfectly still. That's not, but that's not how we meditate with kids. Right. And, and that's part of, I think a lot of what we teach in our, in our trainings is, is understanding that we're meeting the kids where they are. And so we're, we're, we're incorporating things, activities that are fun and, and that are playful and, and giving, teaching it to kids in an age appropriate way. So, so yeah, am I going to have a a five-year-old, you know, sit cross-legged on the floor on a meditation cushion for 30 minutes and meditate? No, of course not. But kids absolutely can meditate. You know, I think about even, even as young I teach a, a class called mini and me yoga. So it's, so it's for little tiny kiddos and they're grownups mm-hmm. and the kiddos I, I've had kids as young as 18 months, 18 months to like three years old. And they come in and they come with their grownup and we do um, at the beginning and at the end of class, we do peace begins with me. And during this time, the, 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 the little one is sitting on their grownups lap. And then, and, and, and oftentimes the little ones are just staring at me as I say, peace begins with me. They're just, they're not really tapping their fingers to their thumbs, right? Sometimes they are, or they're making an attempt, but oftentimes they're just staring at me, but the, but the grownups are doing it. And then it becomes this sort of a, um, sort of a rocking, almost a, a movement where, and a rhythmic pattern as they go through this. And you can see the energy level just, I mean, it, it just, the, the kids just, like they just become calm. So, so even at a very, very, very young age, you can absolutely introduce meditation to kids. Yeah, actually, I think the earlier we start, the better, because it just becomes part of what they know. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And I've seen it too, as well with the, with the little ones, the toddlers and, you know, where their breathing starts to regulate with, with the adult right? As they sit on their lap and you could just see everything kind of slow down. And, you know, whereas a few minutes before they may have been running circles around the room and who's jumping around and right playing, you know, and so excited. And then you just, you can hear that, you know, a pin drop, you know, even if it's only for 15, 20 seconds, right. But you see it, you just see everything just can come, you know, all together. Like everybody just, just sort of regulates together or regulation. Yeah. Right? yeah, right. And absolutely. Well, and I, and I, I've, you know, when I was teaching preschool and I, and I brought in, you know, peace begins with me into my classroom and, 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 and I, I can think specifically about one little kiddo that I had whose, whose mom messaged me and, and this, this child, you know, has a, had a tendency towards, um, you know, some, some outbursts and, and difficult difficulty with self-regulation and, and, but this mom would send me pictures of this child, and you know, that, actually would remove himself at home. Like when he got, you know, kind of anxiety or got, got stressed or got frustrated or whatever it was, he goes sit on the couch. And he had kind of a little mad face when he, the, the one picture I have of him, he has kind of a mad face, but he's sitting there and he's doing peace begins with me. And she's like, he knew, he knew to, to, to go to that. So, and that child, I think, well, it was, I was teaching pre-K, so four or five years old, somewhere right around in there. So mm-hmm. um, it, it, it is possible to, to teach children how to meditate absolutely yeah i've gotten a lot of the same messages and pictures of of kids doing that peace begins with me and actually um my my seven-year-old um just last night we were um it was bedtime and um she got this new um stuffed animal that plays like 
some quiet music and it counts your breaths and it says, you know, like breathe in one, breathe out two, right? And it does this and it counts to 10. And then it says, you know, you can continue to breathe. If I fall asleep before you, you can breathe again, count to 10, right? And it talks through. And so she just got this. Um, and uh, so she she laid down and she she was hugging the little, it's a little lamb. And for sure, she she started breathing along with it. And she at one point she stopped and she says, I don't think it's going to work. I don't think I can fall asleep. And I said, keep going, you know, and I was sitting, sitting on the end of her bed with her. I said, just keep going, just relax. It doesn't matter when you fall asleep, just, just take your time. And, um, and when did you know it? She was, she was, I could see her breath going and she was out with, you know, within a few minutes and, um, you know, it really, they really can do it. it. It's kind of the old adage of counting sheep, right? If you think about <laughs> like, like counting sheep. That's kind of a meditation, right? Yes, there goes one sheep. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, counting, counting breaths, count sheep. Whatever, that's your meditation. I like that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So kids absolutely can. So, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I think those are some, some, some of those really common uh, myths about meditation that when ho- hopefully we, you know, kind of shown a little bit of light on, on, um, uh, on how those are just myths, you know, and, and yeah. it doesn't have to be done a certain way. Um, you don't have to be good at it. <laughs> it is a practice. Kids can meditate uh, and it's not going to automatically make your life peaceful, but Boy, what a what a way to 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 help us to learn how to deal with the the common stresses that are going to come up in our lives, right? Yeah, and remember just what we always say: just start small, yeah. right? Small bite-sized pieces. Don't yeah. overwhelm yourself with you know having to have a long um, practice. Just start with a few minutes a day and and build and, from there. And consistent. That's the yeah. other thing too: is just trying to remember to to, to work it in. I'm mm-hmm. going to consistently meditate while I fold laundry. <laughs> Let me know how that goes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, well, we're so glad that you uh, all decided to join us and listen today. And um, as always, uh, you know, our Facebook group, if you, if you get the opportunity to jump into there and, and let us know what you do for meditation, we'd, we'd love to hear what everybody else is doing for their meditations. And maybe, maybe some things that you've tried with your children and, and, and things that work there with them. So. Yeah. Or if you have any questions and, hmm. you know, yeah. you want to ask us, ask us more about something that we mentioned or, you know, ask us for some more advice. If you tried something and it didn't work, hop in there. We'd love to interact with you there and, you know, keep this conversation going. For sure. All right, Kelly, as always, I love chatting with you and hanging out with you via zoom. It's always, yes. a pleasure. <laughs> always fun. All right. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for this conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, we invite you to subscribe and give us a written review to help us reach others and share all the benefits of kids yoga and mindfulness. If you want more information on all that Kidding Around Yoga has to offer, you can find us at kiddingaroundyoga.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Kidding Around Yoga. We will meet you back here next week for another fun conversation with Christy and Kelly. 